from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. This is the Pick 8 Podcast. My name is Smitty. Get to have my guest today. His name is Dan Lane. And right before we sat down, I found out I thought you had a different name. Yeah. I've always called you Dan Madeira. Um, You're not the only one. No. Yeah, no, I'm not the only one. And some still do. Some I haven't still gotten do. to educate them rigorously enough. Yeah. yeah. So I know you. So I'm a delivery guy. I meet 50 to 100 people every day. Not meet. I'll see 50 to 100 people every day. You're one of those people. And you work at a company that's called Madeira Flooring. Exactly. So I thought you were Dan Madeira. Correct. And a lot, of, a lot of people get that. Yeah. Yeah. So the confusion lies in that there's a lot of people in this area who name their business after themselves. You mm-hmm. know, Bob's Towing, Bob's Chicken. Bob is sticking in my brain. Bob for has a lot of businesses. He does. I mean, <laughs> there's a conglomerate on yeah, himself. Very well. Uh, anyway, uh, people associate your business uh-huh. name with your name. Mm-hmm. So Madeira Floors sounds like Rick's Floors or... Mm-hmm. Or Billy's Floors or something. Right. So people thought that was my name for a while. But it's really Lane. You know, Madeira being yeah. the Spanish word for wood. Okay. And me being half Mexican on my mother's side. Okay. I just used the word Madeira instead yeah. of sounded a little classier than wood yeah. floors. I suppose you have some customers that do know that that's Spanish word for... Yeah. When we first know? started out, I got a call from the Catholic diocese. Sure. And the bishop had seen my name in a publication sure. somewhere and decided that uh, the phone book i think it was sure he knew that madera was the spanish word for wood yeah and he was intrigued and i ended up refinishing the wood floors in the bishop's house oh cool which at the time was next to uh cathedral up there okay okay so uh yeah that was interesting i he bet called me because he, he recognized the the wood floors oh, yeah. i like this guy yeah yeah didn't know me from adam Sure. Well, he might have known Adam. I, <laughs> Maybe no. not that old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how those priests work. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> is there anything else you want to throw in as far as just introduction about who you are? Or, or? Well, I'm, I'm a transplant. I okay. Came, came here from Colorado Springs. Yep. Before that, uh, an army brat. Okay. So I was yep. born in Southern Texas okay. and uh, moved around a lot and landed here following uh, my. Uh, vocation okay so came what here year was that at wood floors Do you remember? in uh 90 1990 okay okay yeah. and then six years later started my own wood flooring company. okay so yeah like jimmy jimenez said baseball well, wood uh-huh. floor has been very very good to me yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool so you've known me i've been in that building for what 20 something years now yeah i'm 17 years so yeah. so at least 17 yeah. years you've yeah. been delivering to me yeah, product there. So. And you were kind enough to, when I was trying to redo my wood floors, you came over and gave me a couple of pointers. Yeah. You yeah, know, just. Because I'm expensive. <laughs> sure. Ask just, anybody. I've yeah. been one of the most expensive floor guys in town. And that's because, you know, I, I push quality. quality yeah. Absolutely. Uh, above all else, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd rather use quality wood, uh-huh. quality sanding products, yep. quality finish. Yeah. And give superior service. Yeah. And that stuff ain't free. Right. Like anything, if you want quality stuff, you're probably going to have to pay for it. I know. In but, whatever field. But there's so, some places that are charging outrageous prices and they're, they're handing you quality. crap. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for, for instance, there's a place that makes a breakfast burger. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, a breakfast burrito. Burrito. And it used to be substantial. Mm-hmm. You know, buck seventy nine, you'd get a pretty good sized breakfast. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost three fifty, and you don't get nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of tater tots and some eggs and yeah. cheese. It's right. like, really, right, man. 
a lot of people out there taking advantage of the situation. You know, when um, they laugh about how the prices for things have gone up since mm -hmm. the new administration has sure. taken office and people fail to realize is that government doesn't happen overnight. I mean, no. it takes a, it takes a long time. I mean, when the first few years of 45's mm -hmm. uh, reign yep. were going so good, it was because Obama's shit was finally reaching the people. You right. know? And now that they say Biden's screwing everything up, that's because his yeah. is, is reaching people. So there's always carryover overlap. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be political. No, I it's, it's just, uh, yeah uh, observation. Yeah, are you ready to do this? Number yep. one, okay. I'm dovetailing off of what we just talked about. Okay. Now that I know your real last name, <laughs> I'm just curious. Do you have a nickname that you've ever gone by in your in your life? Not really. Not really. No, Danny. Danny, I guess. Danny yeah. Boy. Well, my mom okay. she called me that, but uh, my friends just call me Danny. Yeah. Dan O yeah. from Hawaii Five. That's good. I like that. I got yeah. called Dan O a lot. Now it's just uh Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Some people call me worse names, but <laughs> we wouldn't call that a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go there. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay, thank you. Here's a fun one. Have you ever discovered something in your food that definitely should not be there. Oh my God, I was at a restaurant one okay. time. Okay. And I thought I'd broke a tooth and it was a piece of glass. Okay. And fortunately- So about the size of a tooth? No, it was no. a little smaller. A little smaller. I thought smaller. a piece had cracked oh, off. Oh, like chipped, okay. And looking at it, it didn't really have sharp edges. It was kind of rounded Rolled over. Down. Yeah. Like it had been trapped in the dishwasher for a long time or yeah. something and got stuck somehow in, in my meal. food. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where was this? It was back in Colorado, okay. a place called, and that was what, 30 something years ago, yeah. a place called Family Kitchen. And I didn't even get comped a meal for it. Yeah. You know, I complained and they said, well, no extra charge, sir. Yeah. What? No extra charge. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we didn't go back, but <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, you know, you, you complain about anything and you get free stuff. Like, and it's exactly. like, dude, dude, I really don't want a free meal. Right. You know, I just want you guys to be do, aware, do better, uh -huh. you know, right? because I like the place. I might come back and right. I don't want the same shit to happen again. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think I, I was trying to think if I had an experience like that and nothing really. Oh, there was, there was this one time up. at summer camp. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had gone to a, a bar yeah. and met up with some friends and decided to go get a burger. Sure. And so we left the bar yep. to go onto Phillips Avenue and we went into a place and an unexpected surprise was Brie cheese. Oh. On my burger. Okay. And the burger was like a meatball. Oh. Not a big meatball. Sure. But like a Subway meatball where it's okay. about an inch and a half across. Yeah. You know, and that was With the, the bun. That was the patty. And then the bun was looked huge. Yeah. And it was one of those little dinky buns too. Okay. Eight bucks. <laughs> Eight bucks. And this was pre-COVID. Um, so then, you know... I didn't eat it because it tasted funny with the blue cheese in it. And yeah. Breeze kind of. Yeah. Has a little distinct. A tang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll go back to the bar and they walk by. This guy, waiter walks yeah. or the server, server. Yeah. bartender, whoever it was, walks by with his tray with a couple of burgers and fries on it. I said, say, how much are your burgers? He said, five bucks. I'm like, really? With the fries? <laughs> Jeez. We didn't <laughs> even have to leave. I know. Uh, <laughs> 
but no, we had to be all uptown. I thought you were going to say someone was pranking you. On the burger? Yeah. I wish. Yeah. I right? got eight bucks for yeah. that. Really? Yeah. Right. Better food from a taco truck. You know, and back in Colorado and worked the trades, they had uh, the roach coaches. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're yep. familiar with the yep. term. And they'd always drag the, the construction. Because yep. back then they would start on one end of the street and just keep going house mm -hmm. after house after house after house. So by the time they got to the 10th house, you had all these trades mm -hmm. were down the street. And yeah. rather than leave and everybody go to the local burger joint, the roach coach would... Uh, clean up oh, I mean, right there you know, yeah they're right you there. don't have to leave yeah but you paid for the convenience of them being sure. there too they charged a little more yep. right but that wasn't it's so bad. usually worth it though yeah yeah you know i like food trucks especially man. especially if you brought a bologna sandwich and just wanted a couple side bites sure. you know like chips and a, right something a simple yeah at lunch yeah yeah okay that's i'm keeping track that was three no that was all one have you ever discovered something in your food that should not be there oh I got I I uh what was the one before that? Didn't that count? I might have just been <laughs> letting my curiosity go. Okay. Yeah, that was just me just chatting with you. Well, I'm keeping track, so let me know. Okay, so okay. that was that was one. That was one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two in my book. Where was your most recent road trip? Beersford. Okay. Is Beersford far enough for sure. a road trip? Yeah. Depends what it was for, I guess. Oh. Uh, music no no work work oh worky work mm -hmm. how how big of an area would you go for work or have anymore i i've been to did a job up in deer tick canyon don't know deer is Wood that canyon. is that a west river oh yeah it's right? up uh past deadwood by okay uh, deer, in the hills deer crossing okay there's a canyon we did a okay. couple of jobs up that way yeah um, refinish up in that area as well. Big Brazilian cherry floor. Okay. So yeah, I've I've traveled, but I charge to sure you know travel time. You should yeah yeah right. Everybody does. How about your last non-work trip? Uh, my last non-work trip. You know we don't when you get older. Yeah. There's really not a place a lot of places you want to go to that are worth the time. And bad enough to just go yep. on the spree. Yeah. Um, we tend to save up. Um, like, for instance, we're going to be going out to uh, the East Coast okay. here to see my, my stepson and grandchild. Yeah. Which ought to be fun. Uh, yeah. So, and other than, where did we go before that? Omaha? Yeah. Omaha's a great. Yeah. Great. Now, my wife, she loves travel. I hate to fly. Okay. So, that's that's the thing. And we got to fly to Maine. Of course. And I'm not looking forward to it at all. Yeah. But, but she loves it. I mean, okay. you know, I just don't understand how something that big and heavy. Yeah can get off the ground, yeah. please. Yeah. I understand, you know, air moves faster yeah. over the top than the bottom, creating lift and sure. this and that. But it, it all seems like... Magic. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like sorcery. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you're not really seeing this. Ooh. Yeah. Look over here. We're See, just going to knock you out and then yeah. magically end up somewhere else. <laughs> if they could do that, you know, that would be, that would probably eliminate a lot of these... Uh, sky problems that they yeah. have with the airlines yeah people beating up stewardesses yeah. and stuff or, or attendants i'm sorry out there yep uh, yeah craziness um, just yeah all the different freakouts you see <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a lot of entitled people too <laughs> they're the ones that i have problems <laughs> with and mm -hmm. i mean that in a literal sense because mm -hmm. i will not hesitate to say something mm -hmm. and my my wife cringes when mm -hmm. she sees it coming 
Yeah. But she knows I will not hesitate. We yeah. went out to dinner one time and uh, we were told that there weren't any tables available yet. If we would mind waiting, they'd secure the next available table would be ours. No problem. Right. We got drinks and we're standing, yeah. having a good time talking and everything. We see this table for four is getting up to leave and the waitress goes over and puts a table reserved uh, sign on there yep. so that when they leave that uh, anybody else coming up would realize the table was reserved. Yep. Well, this guy and his wife come sneaking in the back and as soon as they stood up to leave, him and his wife slid in. right in their chairs. What the hell? Yeah, I know. It's like ambush the table. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we saw them coming through the glass, but they came in and went behind us yeah. and then came out and circled around and grabbed that table. So the waitress came over and said, I'm sorry, sir, but you're going to have to, this table is reserved. Nice. Okay. And he went off on her. Yeah. Cussing her out and telling her to, you know, I don't want to say it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. But uh, really degrading her. And I jumped up and I said, dude, you can't say that. Yeah. You know, that she's just doing her job. What exactly. the hell is wrong with you? Exactly. And um, he, was, he wanted to get all in my face. And my wife was pushing me back and trying to get between us. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. let him, let him. Right. And I finally, I said, I bet your wife's really proud of the way you're behaving tonight, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And, and he was all, uh, uh, uh. but yeah. I hate that. And and that yeah. that was four years ago. Yeah. Now it's worse. Sure. I mean, we don't go out anymore for for fear that I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> I said, really? But, she said, no. I just don't. You know, the service and by calling said, people to be more human. Yeah, by telling people to get in line. Yeah. And it's ridiculous, you know. Tell somebody to pull their pants up and you get in a fight. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, I learned how to keep my pants up. You're, if you're having problem, get a belt. <laughs> It's easy. It's an easy fix. Yeah. It's an easy fix. But that's okay. I guess the cops like it because uh, some of those guys perpetrate uh, crimes and mm -hmm. they're easy to catch because they yeah. can't run with their pants on their knees. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's an easy catch. Yeah. Number three. Okay. Okay. Um, have you ever had a premonition or a prediction that's come true? Could be a little thing, big thing, you know. I'd have to go way back. I know. Nothing recently. Sure. Uh, let's see. Have you ever had a premonition? Like, did you always know you were going to be in woodwork, wood flooring? No. Is that? No? Okay. No. That was kind of an accident. Okay. But it worked out, so yay. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, like, have I ever thought of if some, someone died and then sure. turned out they were dead or something like that? Yeah. And no. Even uh, my best friend from back in, uh, back in high school days, uh, he went in for a knee surgery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came out, he was uh, texting and saying he was doing good, okay. you know, and I told him, you know, you're still in my prayers and whatnot, you know, yeah. Yeah. and he got a bad infection and died while he was still in the hospital. Sure. It was like, dude, I didn't premonize that. Just, yeah. yeah. So I, I have a hard time coming up with an answer yeah. to that, to be honest with you, Smitty. I um, mean, it's rare. A lot of times I, I can snap my fingers coming up on a on a red light, I can snap my okay. fingers and it turns green, green. And, I, and I feel all powerful. And Well, I need you to ride along with me for work. <laughs> I could use some of those green lights. I used to freak the kids out because after a while, you get the timing of the lights. And I used to take them from East 12th to okay. West 12th yep. out by uh, Family Lake. Oh, yeah. Way, yep. way west. Family Park out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For the day, for their grandmother would watch them. Mm. And I got pretty good at the lights, so they would freak out, especially in the wintertime when you could see the lights. 
uh-huh. and they didn't get it that you could see the yellow uh-huh. on the side. So yep. I'd, I'd blow them away every time. They'd like, whoa, dad, do it again, do it again. Okay, wait, wait, here's one, here's one. Okay, wait. And then it would snap my fingers and it would change. But that's not really a premonition, so. No, I guess How I'd... about this? Have you ever meeting with a potential client and you just get a sense of like, this is going to be a problem oh, job? A couple, couple times. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, good, I guess. You can and, take and, it in a positive way right. if you wanted, but. And, and. It's always the ones that say, oh, it's not like we're not going to pay you, that you have trouble getting Your paid. Your ears like yeah. like a dog. You just... Yeah. yeah. I had just finished a cigarette and I walked in this lady's house and, you know, I finished it, put it out and I was in my van. Sure. I put it out and everything. I walked up to the door and blew up myself yep. a little bit and, yep. and she answered the door and she said, well, come in. She goes, oh my, well, you stink. And on the inside, I wanted, I wanted to say, yeah, but you're ugly and I can wash. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But I didn't. Yeah. You know. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but the way she was talking, you know, she was telling me, Oh, yes, I hate smokers. Even people at my my business, I make him go across the street to the bus station building to smoke. Oh, okay. They can't even smoke on the property. I make okay. I said, Yeah, you're gonna be a problem. Yeah, like when there's so a she, she was the first customer who called back. <laughs> and I refused to Okay. Refused. No, I'm sorry. I just don't think I'll be able to make you happy. Okay. At least you're able to see Def- that. Deflect it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of work out there. I'm not trying to stick my nose up in the air at any of it. Okay. Okay. But at this point, mm-hmm. it's... You can pick and choose. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not, I guess I'm not as, uh, I don't want to say desperate, but I'm not as ambitious yeah. as I was before. Sure. I realized that you can't make a lot of money in this business uh-huh. unless you're a broker. Okay. And you broker the goods. Hmm. And you have other people doing the installation and everything sure. for you. Okay. Then you know, then you can Thornton and buy a new building and all that stuff. Sure. But uh, what I like to do is put in good-looking floors. Mm-hmm. I used to have several employees, and some of them were good, and some of them not so good. Mm-hmm. And um, all of them were stressful because I I would stress out if I, they were going to get a forty hours a week. You know. Oh. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Is there enough happening? Yeah, to keep keep yeah. them around so that they don't uh, wander off to look for another job. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a period in the early two thousands when uh, things were really tight mm-hmm. and jobs were pretty few. Mm-hmm. That uh, ended up letting all the employees go, and mm-hmm. it's been relatively stress free since. Okay, I kind of dig it. Yeah. And I'll probably keep doing floors until I can't load my sander anymore. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. she's getting heavier every yeah, day. You know, exactly. I don't know. I always tell people the floor keeps getting further away. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. I didn't always wear glasses until my arms got too short to read. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, one, two, three. That's four. That was four? Yeah. Oh, cool. I thought we were still on three. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm ready. Oh, you know what? We did do another one that I forgot. You were right. So it is five. Okay. Well, let me write this down because it's it's not often that I'm I'm right. I'm sorry. Okay. That's right. Attention world. (laughs) Put this in my notes. Yeah. Some reason I forgot about the nickname question. Huh? So. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Well, that was because Madeira and the name. Yeah. It was all kind of blended in. Yeah. Yes. So we're at five. We are five. We've done five. One, two, five for three, five. Four, five. Yep. 
So, all right, Dan, you were transported back to your childhood, and all you have is empty boxes to play with. Various been, sizes. Been there, done that. Okay. <laughs> that was give my a, that give, was my childhood. Story. All right, give me a picture for what you're doing. What are you making these boxes? In your imaginary childhood mind, what are you doing with them? It's uh, castle walls and a moat. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a fortress. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A pit with the dragon. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, Is there a princess or is this just a man? How how far back in my childhood did you want to go? That's true. Yeah. I didn't really think about girls until later on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're talking like six, seven. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But when I I hit double digits. Oh, yeah. No, I was pressing lips. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, buddy. More, yeah. Yeah. That's that's part of growing up, man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Holding hands and, and kissing cheeks. Uh-huh. Yeah. So man. you grew up mainly in Texas or just born in Texas? No, I was army brat, man. Oh yeah, you said you bossed around. I was around. born in Texas. Sure. We moved to Missouri. No, sure. no, we went to Germany and then came back East Coast, Jersey, and then got stationed in uh, Missouri, Fort yep. Leonard, Fort Lost in the Woods, Missouri, <laughs> Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and then from there went to Fort Carson, Colorado. Yep. So other than family vacations and visits, yep. I didn't go back to Texas. Okay, got it. And my my family gives me a hard time. You know, you know, you're Southern. You should be in the South. And I said I am. I'm in South Dakota. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a Southern state. That's right. It says yeah. it right in the name. Yeah. Give me a hard time. Learn how to read. That's right. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to separate yourself from toxic people. Uh-huh. Yeah. My family, some of them. Yep. <laughs> I think we all have a story or two that are along those lines. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just my ex-wife that made me move from South Dakota. Let me tell you. I believe it. Uh, were there any other just like when you hear the word childhood toys, are there any other things that come to your mind besides my scenario of boxes? My mom's idea of toys were tools. Okay. So I I learned the working end of a shovel. Yeah. At seven, eight years old. Yeah. That's good. Land, landscaping the backyard. Yeah. I'm still landscaping. We're just getting, getting over six tons of gravel. Sheesh. Yeah. Filled up half my driveway. Yeah. We And then wheelbarrow or how yeah, are you? Yeah. Wheelbarrowed it to the backyard. But uh, we got a new deck. Okay. Finally, the old one was about to fall down and it was rotting through in some places. Oh, yeah. Took it apart and had the concrete that was under it, which was, I guess we could have lifted it and okay. had it, you know, brought up with the foam injections and stuff yep. like that. But yep. um, it was always a hassle anyway. So had it removed okay. and then graded the, and sloped away the from ground. the house so that the water wasn't puddled yep. against the foundation anymore. Yep. So we drained it away from the house and then put gravel under the new deck. Yep. Which over the the few times that we did get rain since we mm-hmm. completed, it seemed to work really well. That's it, good. Everything flows away nicely, yeah. and we'll see how it does with the uh, with winter. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, as a homeowner, you know, <sighs> I need to in, do some of that. It's in a constant stuff. state of maintenance. Yeah. Yep. What year is your house built? Uh, late sixties. Okay. Uh, so okay. Like sixty seven, sixty eight. I okay. think it was. Right. So we had a, the furnace stopped a few years back, you yeah. know, and we were all like, oh, call the repairman. The repairman came over and he said, folks, I'm sorry, I can't turn this on. Yeah. It's you done. Got, yeah, it's done. Yeah. 
the bottom's rusted out of it. The gas isn't all the gas isn't. I don't know how you folks didn't. There's <laughs> enough carbon monoxide being pumped out. I don't know how you died. And I said, it's a good thing we didn't change the windows yet. Oh, man. So since then, we've uh, got a, had a new furnace uh-huh. and uh, new windows, yeah. a new roof, uh-huh. a new siding. And then this year was the deck. And we were supposed to do the shed, new siding okay. on the shed. Because the bottom, the guy didn't put an apron when okay. it was built. He didn't put an apron of concrete around it. Yep. And I didn't over the years. And yeah. it, whenever it rained, it would splash. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom got rotted out. Yep. So uh, uh, fortunately, it's not in the framing. It's just in the the press board siding okay. and some of the sheeting. Okay. So that should be an easy fix if I ever get to it. I'm, I'm, I'm still landscaping, you know? Yeah. Grading sucks. You have a lot of physical <laughs> labor yeah. from seven on. You've just been... Yeah, my life has been a... And so I, I got a hobby that I really liked, and guess what it was? Uh, prospecting for gold. Okay? Oh, yeah. We have briefly talked about that. And, and you know what that entails? A lot of bending over, digging, digging. shoveling. Yeah. Shoveling. Digging yeah. and shoveling. Yeah. Yeah. I should have had. I should have been running an excavation company for all the digging I've done, you know. Yeah. But I like floors, and there's the reason I work on the floors too. It's uh, I'm a little afraid of heights. Okay. So I don't like being up. That one of the reasons I have an aisle seat on our flight to Maine. Uh huh. So I don't have to look out a window. Mm-hmm. And see how high up we really are. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. We can't be up this high. Somebody get me a ladder. Yeah. You're right. When's the last time you've done uh, some of the pan? Oh, it's pan been stuff. a couple of years. Okay. Yeah, since we did the, I don't, I don't have the money for it, right. you know, because yeah, I find a little gold, but I still sure. haven't found in all the times I went out there and back, I still haven't found enough to pay for one trip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let alone strike it rich. Right. But it's a, it's a blast. You're doing it for fun. You're not yeah. doing it to strike it's it like rich. It's like camping, camping with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And all the, all the sites uh, that I went to, they was primitive camping. You okay, know? there weren't porta potties. Yeah, or, or fish cleaning stations. Real deal. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It was you got what you brought. How how long have you gone? Like how many nights would you stay? Five, six. Oh, really? Yeah. So that yeah. long? Yeah, we do. We'd go the week before Memorial Day. So you say is this you and the Memorial misses, or weekend. you say we? I had a buddy. Okay. Used to work for me and we'd go okay. out there. Um, and then the wife's been out with me a couple of times. Okay. So, uh, yeah, good times. Um, I kind of cut you off. You're going to tell like kind of the process of what you and your buddy would do out there. I was? I think so. Are you putting words in my mouth, Vinny? <laughs> yeah. uh, we'd go out there. Uh, claims we went to, uh, they were uh, GPAA, Gold Prospectors Association of America. Okay. They were their claims. Okay. So any any GPA yeah. member could go. Yeah. And we'd go out there and and find a a spot that we liked and yeah, qualify it, which means taking out the big rocks. Okay. And qualify some dirt and, and gravels and and uh, pan them out. And, okay. You know, if you hit a spot that showed a little color, you kept digging there, and you know, you get bored of that and need a stand up break or stretch yeah. it out. You go. I'd like to go uh, rock hunting and. Mm-hmm. You know, look for interesting. Just kind of wander off a yep. little bit and yep. found a, a calcite crystal stash on one of the claims. Okay, where I, I stepped on the side of a hill, okay. on a ledge of rock. Yep, and it kind of gave way for okay. half an inch. And I looked down and I pulled the broken shape of my foot out, and there were crystals all on the other hmm. side of it. Okay, 
So yeah, it's interesting times. So, so then, did you dug up a little bit? Yeah, but there were pockets of it. Nugs they call okay. them. Okay, um, petrified wood, yeah. agates, yeah. a lot of interesting stones, rose yeah. rose quartz. Okay, beauty, beautiful stuff. Yeah, and I'm 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 in, into that. You know, I like mm -hmm. to cut and polish rocks and sure make jewelry, silversmiths and rings and bracelets and mm -hmm. I need to get back into that because I really enjoy it. If you could ever get done with your manual labor, yeah, uh, landscaping and yeah. that's my it's my retirement fund. See yeah. all those rocks that are in my backyard. Yeah, that's my retirement. Yeah. So when I retire, I'll have something to do. Yeah. Cutting up rocks and is there a machine involved on polishing or is that? Well, we definitely right. Need that. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of work. I only know them a little bit, so. Yep, they have cutting saws. Yeah. That'll slice your rocks. Okay. Uh, then they have, uh, or I have. A trim saw, okay. which is smaller, that okay. cuts shape out of the thin slices okay. of rock. Yep. And then you have your grinding wheels. Okay. Yep. That are water fed. Okay. Or have water splashing yep. on them yep. to keep the heat down because you don't want your rocks to fracture as sure. you're polishing them, and heat can do that. Sure. And then finer and finer wheels until you polish it out. To the, yeah. I might throw a, a a buffed finish on a stone okay. at the very end. Yep. But compared to all the other steps I went through, it's nothing. Sure. You know, right, <laughs> it's yeah. like a spit shine, you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'll have to, uh, I like to see some of it sometime. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to make that happen. Yeah. My wife and I both uh, are collecting for our uh, retirement. We're, uh, we like to think of ourselves as artists, but right now we're just art supply collectors. Okay. Yeah. Oh. A step at a time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we decide to break down and retire, mm -hmm. we'll have something to do. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you can't just stop living. Right. We went stop to a, um, uh, a state sale one time. Yeah. And apparently the the wife had done the same thing. Okay. She was all into all different types of stuff. And she had quite a stack of uh, colored glass. Okay. Textured and colored and all different flavors and for stained glass and yeah. all the stuff to put stained glass and all of this and that and all that okay the tools needed and so made a guy an offer for uh, the whole collection of it well part of it or part of it the okay. collection went on and on okay. and on and okay. on his whole his whole basement was like two thousand foot basement had shelving with all the different okay. crafts that she was interested in sure so while my wife bought some yarn and fabric mm -hmm. and quilting stuff i i latched onto the stained glass stuff okay have you done anything with it or is it just like or is this part of your not yet. Collecting. This was yeah. two two years ago. Okay. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. I came across it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to get through the labor end of life. A friend of mine said, well, why don't you just hire it out? And I did. I didn't bust sure. out all that concrete by myself. Yep. You know, I hired a couple of guys to come and took care yep. of it and then hired a guy to build the deck. Yep. You know, because for one, I do floors, not decks. Mm -hmm. They're similar, but not the same. Right. Um, the Time too. Right. And. Right. This guy knew all the codes and, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the, the size timber you needed to do whatever. And mm -hmm. see, I didn't know that. So, right. so we had it done and it came out nice. Yeah. Uh, we're liking it. And now it's on to as soon as we get back from our trip, I'll uh, try to get the siding on the shed. Okay. So that I can paint it in the spring. Yeah. Because I'll still have the rest of September and October is nice too. Yeah. Even though it's burr months, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. at least it won't be so freaking. So, so gosh darn, sorry, uh, it's, it makes it so, uh, 
so hot. Yeah. It's been a hot summer, man. Yeah, last week was brutal. And we've got some more coming our of way, course. apparently. Yeah, right. Okay, Dan, we got three left on my count. So we've talked a lot about woodworking, wood floor work in particular. But I'm curious, what is your first real job that you remember having? Oh, uh, I was a dishwasher at first okay. cafeteria. Okay. Back in Colorado Springs. Okay. Um, I'd say my first real job because they needed my social security number. Sure. That makes it legit. Yeah. Yeah. So the the jobs I had before that, I helped a, a guy on a semi truck. We hauled gravel. Okay. Down in uh, New Mexico. Okay. When I was 14 and 15 for the say, summer. This is probably high school. Yeah. Yeah. For the summer. Uh-huh. And uh, it was my mom's boyfriend at the time. Sure. I was really... He said I was keeping the log book and gre- helping him grease the truck at night yep. you know, right. after, after all the runs and stuff. Yeah. But um, I think I was there more as a chaperone okay. for, for my mom's peace of mind. Huh? So, But I got paid, so I didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it was it was kind of an adventure, you know, f- yeah. four or five days gone from mm-hmm. home out in, in New Mexico on a truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. Was it a sleeper truck? or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a cabin. Yeah. Gave me a hard time because while he was exhausted, I was just sitting there all day in the passenger seat, you know, reading. Yeah. So And uh, you're 14. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm I'm reading, you know, like Conan the Barbarian and these, and he thought they were um, uh, bodice busters, you know, romance novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they weren't. So he's giving you crap about that. Yeah. Yeah. Homer's Iliad, Uh uh, you know, it's... Not a bodice burner. No, it's kind of an adventure story. Back yeah, in, and in, a classic. Yeah, Greek, yeah. Greek times. Right. Yeah. And so he'd give me a hard time for reading, because while he went to sleep right away, I'd sit up with a flashlight, you know, and yeah. read for another hour because, well, I was fourteen, fifteen, and didn't care. Right. But anyway, yeah, first cafeteria was my first real job. Like, uh, so you said washing dishes. Yep. Dishwasher. Like the like the plates or like the pots and pans or all, all of it. it. All yeah. of it. They would yeah. come in one window dirty, yeah, and they would leave out the other window clean. Okay, and I was the only one in between, right? So I got scraping and slopping and yeah, rinsing and packing the machine, mm-hmm. and unloading and shoving them through the and then the pots mm-hmm. and pans and well, I guess I learned well because then I got a job at Denny's. Oh yeah, doing the same thing. Okay, where at least I wasn't in a little room with a couple of windows and a door. Yeah. It was kind of open. Okay. <laughs> kind of same, open. Same concept, but no less wall. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, worked for Denny's and then uh, did uh, some line cook there. Learned mm-hmm. the line. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bar rush, mostly mm-hmm. cooking breakfast. Of course. And stuff. Yeah. And then I got, I went to back to school after I graduated because let's see, Denny's was right before senior year. Okay. And then, and then I didn't work at all senior year. I just mm-hmm. partied mostly. Yeah. Um, to that you need got, to do that too. Right. Yeah. I got a job doing carpet and I was taking classes at the local Votech. Sure. And wasn't going nowhere fast. Yeah. And uh, heard about Job Corps. So okay. Got into Job Corps mm-hmm. and went out to Utah and came back to Colorado to go to college. Okay. <laughs> so I got my Associate of Applied Science degree yep. in uh, La Junta, Colorado. Okay. Otero Junior College. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, does it still exist? Do you know? I think it does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe. Cool. It was government subsidized because sure. job accord. So sure. fully accredited at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Small college. It yeah. wasn't a big place. Right. Came back to Colorado Springs and uh, applied at every nursing home, recovery center, mm-hmm. facility they had because I wanted to be a physical therapist. Okay. And um, the only opening they had didn't require a degree. Okay. Of course, you weren't anywhere near. Yeah, it's not what you had in mind. It's not what I had in mind. I didn't want to be a janitor at the hospital. No. Not, not putting down that profession. It's a noble goal indeed. We all need it yeah. or want it. Yeah. yeah, well, it, yeah. It's a necessary. Yep function but yep. uh i had higher aspirations at the time yep you know life has a way of putting in where you belong yeah whether you want it to or not right exactly so i ended up doing floors yeah i got my degree and went back and worked for the same carpet company as i did when oh. i got out of high school okay so that's the connection okay yep. went back after i got my degree went back and learned vinyl okay and then some ceramic yeah tile yeah you know, did tile work and then some pre-finished flooring okay and then I got a, a chance with the company uh, to install sand and finish a floor. Okay. And I was hooked. Okay. So the pre-finish was nice. It was all sure. mathematical. Yeah. It was nicer than carpet because you could bring it in in smaller bundles. Right. You know? yep. Tile was heavy still. You yeah. Wet your hands in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. You get all chapped and nasty. And yep. yeah. the, the lime in, in mortar and mm-hmm. concrete tend to affect my fingernails a lot. Sure. And curls them out and makes them soft and weird. Yeah. So I didn't like that part of... So I still know how to do it. And I still have the tools and stuff. Yeah. And I've done the tile at, at my house. Yep, yep. Um, and for a couple of friends. Right. Uh, but as limited. far as... Very yeah, limited, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. limited. But I got hooked up. This must have been 83, 84, when after I graduated. Okay. Graduated um, college in 82. Okay. So it was 80, 84 or 85 mm-hmm. when I did my first sand and finish floor okay. and loved it. Yeah. Been doing that ever since. Right. Little side hustles now and then and doing sure. other stuff, but yeah. predominantly hardwood floors. Yeah. I've had a couple of contractors, you know, they tried doing it themselves oh. and they say, well, you know, I can't understand why I can't get it right. I watched you. <laughs> that's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it takes. You know, <laughs> just watch me a little bit. You'll learn everything. Yeah. No. Right. Because uh, some people have a way of making things look a lot easier than they are. and Especially if you've done it for ever. Yeah. yeah. How's that saying go? Uh... I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. What was a, a highlight and a low light just of the past year? Oh, the past year? Yeah. Whittle it down to a, a year. Mm. Or you can whittle it even less if you want, but we've been talking about, you know, childhood, you know, for a little while now. Let's yeah, bring it up here. Uh, a highlight was when uh, our daughter, our, my stepdaughter, Melissa, okay. came uh, home to visit this summer. Cool. And then uh, a low light would have to be um, having another molar taken out. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So one less chewing tooth. Yeah. You get knocked out for it? No. No. No, they just shoot me up with a bunch of Novocaine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple more extractions, I'll get one free. <laughs> you got a punch, I got got a punch, punch card. card? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a pool card. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, this doctor, uh, she got a real soft hand. Uh, this last one. Okay. Maybe it's because they shot me so full of Novocaine. Sure. Yeah, but... Um, it took longer for the Novocaine to take effect. Okay. 
And she sat down and, and literally a minute and a half later, she said, okay, done. We're done. Yeah. Well, I guess that one jumped out and wanted to come out. Yeah. Right. Did you do anything memorable when you said your, did you say? Um, Melissa. Your half daughter? Step. Stepdaughter. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. When, half daughter. When she came up to visit. Uh, <laughs> we wanted to. Um, we had some plans, but it's, it's tough with Missy because she, you know, while she grew up here. Yep. So she's got a lot of friends and totally. fa other family, you know, her, uh -huh. her dad's side of the family, bio dad's side of the family. Yep. Um, so didn't get to spend as much time together as, as we wanted to. Or it's hard to as pack I it all in. To. Yeah, yeah, it is. So we we kind of just let her mm -hmm. do what she wanted. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, I'd say that was a highlight. That's great, uh, man. Uh, yep, my folks, anytime you even hint about visiting, they're excited, Yeah, you know, so... And, the, the funny thing about uh, Missy's visit was that she wanted to come up here and help us with that six ton of gravel oh. that got delivered in June. Mm -hmm. She wanted to come up here and, and, uh, <laughs> and by the time she came home from having left the day it got dropped off, mm -hmm. she went to lunch with her dad and then there was a funeral yep. that she had to go to and yep. uh, visit with a friend mm -hmm. and then stayed overnight and then came back the next day. Um, we, we, I had it all in the backyard already. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of work. My shoulders and my back hurt. I know. For a for couple days. days yeah, for a I'm couple sure. days afterwards. Yeah. We got, got it all back there and she felt a little bad, but she got over it quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she realized what the intent was. Yeah. She just thought we were just going to push it around and yeah. call it good. Right. But there, it was getting it from the front to the back. Uh -huh. that she didn't, that's where we would have needed her help and she didn't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> can't blame her yeah I, right no i didn't kidding. want to do it much either but i did yeah tried to call a, a friend in to help me out and he goes oh no it'll mess up my backswing <laughs> <laughs> so he did he was he was into golfing and he had other priorities yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that happens you know i don't um uh, i don't have a lot of friends i can count on for help mm -hmm. yep. sadly yeah they, you know if i'm willing to help I've dropped shit yeah. and helped people left and right. Uh -huh. But when it's time for it to be reciprocated and please, yep. please come back, you know, they don't call you for months. Right. Yeah, I was just talking to a buddy of mine about he was kind of lamenting, like, don't have the friends I used to have, the number of friends. Yeah. And he was like, I just got tired of always being the one initiating. At some point, it has to come has to go both ways. Yeah. You know, it can't be a one way street. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah, I agree. Like. That is the nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of relationships that um, you enter into thinking it's one way and realizing towards the end that it's not what you mm -hmm. thought. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah. I think they call those people narcissists. Mm hmm I like to call them narsholes. Narsholes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good mashup. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Narcissistic assholes. Narsholes. <laughs> yep. All right, man. I don't last think one? last one. I don't think you're going to veto any. <laughs> uh, would I be the first one that didn't veto? I really no, didn't answer that one premonition one though. Yeah, I mean, really but we just kind of that's true. You didn't really have an answer. No. Technically, I guess you did kind of veto that veto one. that one. True. But you do get a foreboding or a feeling. I I, I can yeah. tend to be empath empathetic. Yeah. Where you can feel how somebody's before they say anything, you mm -hmm. kind of get a gist of 
of uh, a vibe a vibe right? yeah that's the word vibe unless so there is a thing there are people that are empaths empaths where they get a physical they have a physical reaction to a sense that they get hmm. from another person um which there's been times i wonder if if i have low grade version of that you know and maybe that's a lot of people you know even just like like a stomach churning yeah. you know where you're like whatever the a vibe butterf- is butterfly feeling yeah like yeah. it physically shows up in manifests me. itself in right. physical right. form yeah. yeah so like like a hiccup sure yeah or or a harsh cough my ex-wife used to make me have a harsh cough okay gotcha bitch <laughs> <laughs> there he comes again shoot <laughs> shouldn't have brought it up <laughs> i'm fine um so last question here you mentioned at least in your uh, teenage years doing a lot of reading yeah um I, has that continued just curious no 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 um would you be able to come up with a list of like favorite books you've read like from your childhood or later or um there was a or maybe not favorite but just yeah i don't remember i think his name was herbert um he did some um hot rod stories along the lines okay. of the outsiders okay and, sure sure yeah um, i i liked his work i read yep. a few lula Moore yeah westerns classic uh, right yeah. there got into some um native american history cool. books like yeah. uh uh the wounded knee yeah same here some of those yeah um, already told you about the iliad homer yeah uh, there was a couple of other ones that i read at the time too mm-hmm. i don't remember the name of them yeah right um uh, the encyclopedia britannica <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah I'd, yeah when i was 12 and you would just bored, grab grab one and grab a volume thumb through it and read about what caught my interest yeah just uh trivial crap mm-hmm. you know basically mm-hmm. Just busy work. My, I was a middle child, mm-hmm. older, older sister, younger sister. Okay. And um, single mom mm-hmm. who spent most of her afternoons mm-hmm. after we got home from school, she'd still be in Pueblo, which was okay. 40 minutes away, taking yep. classes at the college down sure. there because she wanted to, air quote, improve our lives. Okay. Our lives never really improved, mm. okay? It just gave her an opportunity to have a life mm-hmm. away from children. Mm-hmm. And we were just latchkey kids. Sure. Before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we contributed it to being a thing. Okay. Because back You were in part the, of a generation almost. Yeah, that generation, you know. Yeah. Um, Gen X, I think they called it. Okay. You know, um, we weren't allowed in the house. Mm. On the weekends, it was like, go out and play. Get out of here. And don't come home <laughs> till it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. There was public service announcements on TV at night, 10 o'clock. They'd come on and say, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Yeah. Okay. You remember that? I do. Yeah. 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 We were that generation. Yeah. Do you see that as just like, like, do you have like a bitterness towards your mom about that? Or is that just like a, that's just how things were? Uh, kind of. You know, okay. that's just the way things were. Yeah. Um, I had other friends going through the same mm-hmm. type of situation. Mm-hmm. 
my bitterness towards my mother came later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's enough that's enough talk for a whole nother podcast. Yeah, for you know? sure. Yeah. But uh, okay. Yeah, that, that came later. Okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, I had a premonition. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. No, uh after I got divorced, uh she said that it was so that she could maintain a relationship with my daughter. Okay. From that first marriage. Uh-huh. That she became really good friends with my ex wife. And it's like, really, mom? Really? Yeah. I thought you were on my team. Yeah, Come to find out that. you're on her team. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, so I could contact with my yeah. grandchild. No, you didn't. Yeah. Because in all that time, it, you never reached out. Yeah. All right. All right. But like I said, that's that's for darker times. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to do a dark podcast, that's call right. me up. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about this. <laughs> so, yeah, how long have you had this podcast? So I started doing it, it was late 2018. Okay. And then... Before the Rona. Yeah, and that kind of shut it down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard to interview somebody from eight feet away. Yeah, you're right, in a confined confined space. Yeah. On the map. Yeah. Even. So then even after, like, you know, kind of things were back to normal, um, I still just was kind of like, I don't know, apathetic. You know, you get used to not doing something. You get used to sitting on your butt. bother? Yeah. You know. I'd rather watch something else. I mean, yes. I mean, that's absolutely an accurate statement. Yeah. Just earlier this year, I was just like, you know what? Those were just, those were really just fun, good thing to do. So I've been working on this room. It was another garage, Mm -hmm. a single stall. And so that was kind of a good motivator to keep working on this room remember you're gonna get back into mm-hmm. having your podcast you know yeah, so keep know. doing little things at a time and yeah so yeah. how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so um so this week i have off work mm-hmm. and i did recorded two on sunday and you're my second one today so awesome i'm just like lining them up boom 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 well, and then I'll probably release them on the down the road yeah. for future references and everything. Yeah. If you decide you want to do one uh, with some music in it. Yeah. I'll play guitar. That'd be cool. I'll sing a song or two. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you play live anywhere? Not, no. Not currently. No. Did you ever? No. Not really. I I, um, I stood up with some friends a couple of, in a couple of bars. Sure. You know, played my harmonica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. But uh, I play guitar and yeah. harmonica. And I work out stuff on my own. My mm-hmm. wife, she accompanies me mm-hmm. on occasion mm-hmm. on guitar or mandolin. Mm-hmm. And on rare occasions, vocally, because mm-hmm. she can sing even though she won't admit it. Yep, yep. You know, she, people are like that, you know. Yep. And it seems like the ones with the hidden talent uh-huh. are the most modest. Mm-hmm. You know, they, no, it ain't, I'm not. Yeah. She, she, she kind of needs to get pulled out of her uh-huh. shell. But, you know, that's just one of the many things she's good at. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she is a fiber artist. I mean, okay. she can knit, crochet, weave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sew. She does quilts. She does hand piecing. Do you know what that is? I don't. She does, uh, well, that's where you take the little pieces, and instead of running them through, sewing them by machine, yeah. sew them by hand. Okay. She also does English piece, piecing, which is wrapping the fabric around um, a thin cardboard. Okay. 
and piecing it together and then pulling the cardboard out. What's the what's the shapes purpose for the oh okay rather oh, than just squares okay. and angles you can get circles and okay leaves and different and then is there some kind of batting inside or the, there's yeah uh start getting into on... intaglia and okay and puffy yeah basically when it's when more she, of a shape when she does a top she puts all the pieces together okay and then she puts the backing and then the or she puts the padding and then the backing okay and then sews the quilt pattern yep and then binds it up with an edging yep you know like like a regular quilt mm -hmm. so with with the paper piecing it's the same process only you now you've got curves and different shapes rather than okay. just angular yeah. straight lines right and stuff. yeah so yeah she does uh like that's how you do a double wedding ring okay or um, oh sure um what's that other pattern china plate or something like that and she knows all these names and she oh, whips sure. them out like a whole you know, list of them oh yeah. yeah and she she oh this is a such a, a dresden's plate huh. and like that's that's the only reason i know it is because of yeah her repeating them so yeah. many times to me yeah but yeah she's just and she likes to work with glass as well but okay I, where i i like to put them together in different colors and make mm -hmm. things she likes to melt it <laughs> really in a torch with a flame and just the beads she makes beads and okay mini sculptures and anneals it she also fuses glass together and slumps it you guys are awesome well like i said we're we're uh saving up for our retirement yeah it's cool though so we're we i just hope that we can be prolific enough to pay for all this shit <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah because i i uh, recently and the, of the pl strangest places i found it at the restore it was a a potter's wheel okay so i got a potter's wheel yep and a kiln mm -hmm. uh, actually we have two now uh a big paragon ceramic okay and a small um glass the kiln it's computered so oh really you, yeah you can program you can, it to like a certain temperature yep, reach certain... a certain temperature and then to take a certain amount of time to cool off yep. so you can anneal mm -hmm. glass and annealing is just making it harder through the cooling process okay. rather than if you heat it up a piece of glass and let it cool really fast okay it's very fragile mm -hmm. but if you heat it up and let it cool over time okay slowly okay it hardens and if you dropped it, it maybe the fourth fifth time it would break okay but um so can you cool it to a point where you can mold it you heat it and then what she does is called slumping okay so she'll take like, for instance, uh, uh, she'll take a wine bottle mm -hmm. and lay it down. Okay. And then it'll flatten out. Sure. And then she can use that as a cutting tray for cheese and apples sure. at a wine party, say. Yep. You know, it's because it's the shape of wine bottle and whatnot. Yeah. Or um, you can take a form. Okay. And either let the glass slump okay. into. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Let it melt into the form mm -hmm. or melt over the form. Mm -hmm to give you the desired shape. There was a lady in Canton that I refinished the floor for, and she was a glass artist, but from back in Chicago, I think it was. Okay. And she had done a, a bust. Really? And not of a, a head, or it was from the shoulders to the waist. Okay. And so they cast, um, formed a cast yep. out of plaster. Okay. And then they put the glass on glass top over of it. Glass that? And it all melted together with different colors and different... Huh. Uh, shapes of colored glass behind clear glass it was fairly thick you know it was about 
half an inch thick okay. altogether. Heavy then. Yeah. And, but, and it stood up by itself and it was huh. a sculptural piece huh. of like a Venus without her head. Okay. You know? Yeah. So uh, I thought that was interesting, but that was large. That was, yeah. you know, that was almost three foot tall. And that's got to be 100 pounds. Oh, easy. Yeah. Right? More? Yeah. I don't know about about 100. Right in there? Yeah. Okay. Any any heavier and it would be difficult to it move. I mean, would you want to buy something that's going to give you a hernia getting it home? Not me. I might want to, <laughs> but I won't. I won't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Better sense to get a, get a hold of you and change your mind for you. That's fascinating, Dan. I That's cool. Well, we could tape another one, but I got to go. That's great. <laughs> you got someone else coming? Nope. You were it today. Do you have time to do just quick? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I always try to give my guests the chance, if any of these questions, if you want to bounce them back towards me, if you want to look at the list to help you, or if you know, or if you don't want to, I, you sure don't I, have to. I did ask you uh, how long you, you have. had the podcast going. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't want you to feel like it's completely one-sided one-sided but oh no i felt privileged and i try to jump i felt privileged being asked uh it's cool yeah okay because um i don't like i said i don't put myself out a lot and this is an opportunity for others to yeah know me yeah right yeah as if if they wanted to right say it that way Uh uh-huh right right and maybe hearing this they would go oh wow that guy sounds interesting i should meet him and Uh seek, seek me out and establish a rapport that way totally I used to be a people person, but people ruined it for me. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell, man. I I don't know. I find you enjoyable. So I appreciate that. I I wouldn't be here if I didn't find you the same way. So for sure. I avoid things that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm still here, so it couldn't have been that bad. Okay. Right on.